Welcome to the Sadler Lectures podcast. Responding to popular demand, I'm converting my philosophy videos into sound files you can listen to anywhere you can take an MP3. If you like what you hear and want to support my work, go to patreon.com sadler. I hope you enjoy this lecture. Why is justice beneficial to you? Why is it a good thing? Do we talk about, we don't talk about justice so much in our society, what do we say instead when we get in debates? Right and wrong, right? You should do the right thing. Why should you do the right thing? Where do we learn about that sort of stuff? Who's the first people that we learn about right and wrong from? Yeah, hopefully, right? Well, I mean, even if we learn the wrong stuff, we're learning it from our parents early on. And if we don't have parents, then it's, you know, aunts, uncles, grandparents, whoever's raising us, the person at the orphanage, somebody is actually nurturing us, raising us, telling us things to do. Who else? Who else is very important early on? Teachers. Yeah. Now, this is not something that, that Adam Antis talks about, in part because the, the Greeks, where, where most of the schooling happened at home, right? They didn't have public school systems at that time. It was mostly at home. And then later on, as your kids got older, you'd hire a tutor or you'd send them to a, to a school or something like that. But this would apply. Where else do people get their ideas of right and wrong from fairly early on? Yeah. Oh, early on? I was going to say, Well, I think that happens very early on, actually, in our society. In part because of the TV. Kids' cartoons. If you pay attention to kids' cartoons, there's moral messages in them. That's why every once in a while, parents get upset about this cartoon or that cartoon. Here's a great example. You know, none of you have kids right now, right? When you have kids, would you let your kid watch Family Guy when they're five? You would? Really? I have kids. I, I don't let mine. Well, as soon as I like watching Family Guy, I like watching, you know, American Dad and Archer and a lot of these adult cartoons. And they're not adult because there's a lot of nudity or anything like that. They're adult because there's people behaving very badly and there's not the sort of, you know, wrap it all up at the end, good triumphs over evil kind of theme to it, is there? Why, you know, I don't want my kids to learn how to swear too early as well. They're going to learn sooner or later. So I hope that's another reason I wouldn't let them watch Family Guy. There's a whole bunch of uh, things. So media is important. Are there any other sources that we get our ideas of right and wrong from? Yeah, religion. Yeah, religion. And I suppose there could be some other things that would fall into certain atheist movements like ethical culture, you know, where they're very into talking about right and wrong. And they treat it very much like a, a religious person. It's sort of faith. If you're in a communist society where religion is, you know, the whole view of the masses is banned, it would be a religion of the state. It's kind of funny. One of the things that the Chinese had to crack down on in recent years, Mao, who was, you know, one of the great leaders, also a horrible person, but a really strong guy, a lot of taxi drivers had, like, images of Chairman Mao in their taxis. Sort of like people have St. Christopher medals over here. They think it's going to ward off, you know, accidents and things like that. His, you know, his power is sort of attached. That's a religious conviction. And then they actually are trying to stamp it out in China. This is probably a pretty good list. This is probably fairly comprehensive. You know, there, there's other sources by which we learn about good and bad, right and wrong. Now, Adam Antis says, let's look at what people actually say. Do they say that justice, being a good person, being a just person, following the rules, not screwing anybody over, respecting other people's rights, giving people what they deserve, even when you don't have to. So they say that's a good thing for you to have. Virtue is its own reward. Or do they try to sweeten the deal? When you asked your parents, why do I have to do the right thing? What did they answer you? Did they say, because it is the right thing. You're obviously misunderstanding the question. If you're a good deontologist, you'd realize that 
right is its own concept and you ought to be doing the right thing because it's the right thing. Probably not, right? What do they say? They, they draw comparisons, don't feel like those guys over there. But why why not be doing that? Yeah, maybe those other kids seem to be having a good time. It, it makes you feel good. We feel good by yourself. Yeah, sometimes they, they say, yeah, doing the right thing will make you feel good. But usually when you actually ask, why do I have to do the right thing? It's because you know doing the right thing isn't going to make you feel good. you got to give something up that you want. Yeah. Well, it does benefit the parents in terms of, like, the parents are able to boast about their own children to other parents who may not be as lucky as... Yeah, look at my kid. Yeah. So that that's good. Right. Like, how you want others to treat you better. Oh, reciprocity, yeah. Now, he doesn't talk so much about that, but that, that's a good consideration. He talks about something more like reputation or, you know, social, what do we call it? The way you look to other people, being held in social esteem. That's a good kid. Good kid, just, they get a reputation for being a good kid. And then what happens to good kids? <laughs> they get hit. So they don't get They don't yeah, there's, there's the, he doesn't talk that much about the punishment thing. You get the idea that Adamantus is coming from a house where they don't do a lot, a lot of striking. That may not be the case for all of us. I know I had a good mix of the two. I'll tell you, I grew up on a street where there were very, very few parents that didn't do any sort of spanking or things like that. There were kids who were spanked, and then there were kids who were beaten, and you knew the difference back then. There were certain ways of sort of discerning. And, you know, beating, clearly. Crossing some sort of lines, not, 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 not good. Spanking, eh, who knows? You know, that's the sort of here, 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 there. There is a so there could be a negative thing here. But what he lays out is something positive. Be a good person, because that's gonna lead to reputation, that's gonna lead to rewards. What is it you're actually after that? What are you valuing? The rewards. And maybe the reputation. Reputation is one of these goods that's both instrumental and intrinsic. This is the intrinsic good. This is what you really want. Justice is just an instrumental good. It's just good for getting you the stuff that you want. Now, if you're telling kids stuff like that, what's the message the kids are learning? Yeah. Like, uh, me, me, me. Like, what reward is the money to get myself? Yeah, it could, re- it could reinforce the natural egoism of them. But it's also telling them something about how they ought to value these, how an intelligent person person who isn't outside of the norms of their society ought to put things in the balance. So if you can get the rewards without being just, if justice is going to cost you some stuff, get rid of justice, right? It's only good because it leads to this. Adamantus is pointing out something that does happen in a lot of cases. He says as well, if you think about the poets, and when he's talking about the poets, he really means what at that time was the media and also to a certain extent the religious leaders. What do the poets say? They, instead of saying social reputation, which they also talk about, insofar as they're talking about religion, justice will lead to the favor of the gods, and the gods then will give you blessings. And what do those blessings consist in? Things you like. Things other people like. Great herd of cattle. Probably not a blessing that you can relate to, you know, but for a 6th century rural Greek person, that was a big thing. What would be the sort of blessings? There are a lot of people who talk to, you know, along these lines today. Be, be good, so that God's going to like you, and God will shower you with blessings. What are the kind of blessings that we tend to like? Money, prosperity, what else? Good mate, health, lots of possessions, opportunities. Am I, am I missing anything? Protection, security, yeah. 
horrible deaths of your enemies. No, I don't usually go for that. And some people might go for that as well. But you see the idea. Once again, being you know in good graces with the gods or God, that's a good thing. It's really a good thing mainly because it leads to the blessings. And why should you be just? So God will like you. God doesn't like unjust people. God will you know, get that in some way. What happens in this case again? Well, justice is just an instrumental good. So you're telling the kids, hey, if you could do without the justice part, if the gods happen to like you already, don't worry about being just. Don't try to you know, cultivate a sense of justice. Just you know, take what you're, what you're getting. The other thing that he has um, that some of the religious leaders are actually saying they go to like the rich people and they say, hey, you know, you've done a lot of bad stuff, but if you use your wealth and put on games, this is where you know, some of the, the games in, in Greece and Rome came from, games, festivals, that sort of stuff. Those were religious festivals. Those were to please the gods. If you, if you do this public service, then the gods are going to like you again. And when you die, you're not going to go to the bad place, you're going to go to the good place. Forget where your money came from. It's what you do now that matters. It's what you do with your opportunities now. Forget that you screwed over a whole bunch of people in making that money. You can take that money and make it do something good, and then things will turn out well for you. Now, if, if, again, if kids hear stuff like that, what's the message you're getting? So long as they make enough money, that it doesn't really matter how unjust you've been. It's, it's where you're going. Don't we say stuff like that? It's not where you've been. It's not who you were. It's who you are right now. Well, you know, a lot of people think who you were before actually matters a bit. You know, somebody wants you to invest some money with them, and they say, yeah, I, I screwed my investors over before, but that was the old me. Would you trust them with your money? <laughs> I sure wouldn't. Bernie Madoff came out of prison, which he's not going to do, and said, this time I'm going to do it right. And if you contribute, it's also going to go to charity. It's going to help these orphans over here. You should, still shouldn't invest in Bernie Madoff. He's going to be so all these people are, are giving messages that justice is really not valuable. It's only valuable because it gives you things that you want. It's instrumentally good. That's a big problem. Now, let me ask you this, and this will be the last thing that we'll talk about with respect to this topic. Do you think, thinking about ancient Greek society, a little bit of it that you've got with this, this Plato discussion in our society, do you think that kids are getting a better understanding overall about justice, not what justice necessarily is, but why just why it would be good to be just, or do you think we're getting a worse one, we're giving our kids a worse idea, or do you say it's about the same? What do you think? I'm interested in your thoughts. I know what I think about it. You guys have a different vantage point than I do. You guys are actually getting a lot newer. You're closer to it. Did you get any screwed up ideas about Yeah. I mean, through the media, the world is definitely smaller, so children know more of the horrors of the world. Oh, and that's interesting, yeah. Through, through that, maybe it's all known over justice. Okay. So they can see the consequences of injustice. Mm-hmm. That could that could actually be a good thing. But I feel like the like, basic fundamentals of justice really haven't changed. You know, the, yeah. It does, like, as long as humans have been on the earth, they kind of have this sense of morality and such like that. Yeah. I feel like it really doesn't matter. But the media is different. It really pervades our, our lives in ways. I mean, maybe in certain respects it's it's, it's tougher, in other respects it's easier. I, I don't know. The, the media itself is kind of a double-edged sword because if you want to get some good message out, it's easy to do. If you want to get some bad message out, it's also easy to do. Easier than it was in ancient Greek times, right? Where you had to like hire somebody to shout it or write it down and hope some you know, your poem would catch on or 
Special thanks to all of my Patreon supporters for making this podcast possible. You can find me on Twitter at Philosopher70, on YouTube at the Gregory B. Sadler channel, and on Facebook on the Gregory B. Sadler page. Once again, to support my work, go to patreon.com Sadler. Above all, keep studying these great philosophical works.